Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. She posted that I was a scammer, that I took the money from her and um, don't go to me, I'm ghetto and unprofessional. And it's also a message in there where she admits to doing it and then she also said that she was going to place flyers around town telling people not to deal with me. This is the plaintiff, Courtney Brown. She says she and the defendant have been friends for three years and she paid her $39 to sew a wig onto her scalp because she's a hairstylist. The woman took her money, never did the work, and she's suing her, friend or no friend, for the $312 she says she's now owed. This is the defendant, Mary Woods. She says the plaintiff tried to bamboozle her into doing the work before paying her. Eventually, she cashed after the money, and then a few hours later, she showed up at her house, changed her mind, and demanded a refund. The woman posted on social media that she was a scammer, and if anyone's been wronged, it certainly isn't the plaintiff. She's accused of defriending a friend. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $7,500 for defamation of character. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Million in our forum, the People's Court. The People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Million is presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. All right, Ms. Brown, yes, what ma'am. happened? So um, I asked Mary to do my hair, and at the time that she was going to do my hair, I didn't have the funds sent to my debit card at the time. So I stopped her and was like, look, I don't have the money. I don't want you to do my hair. When did you stop time. her? Um, as soon as she was going to start my hair. Like, she was already about to start braiding. Physically, where her. was she? Um, At my room. Oh, so, but you didn't stop her beforehand and tell her that you didn't have the money before she came to your house. No, see, I was waiting on the money to come to my car. That's why I basically was waiting for her to come. And then I was waiting for the money to come to my car. And when the money didn't come to my car, at the time- Why didn't you just wait for the money to come to your car before you buy something? 
I understand. Yes, ma'am. So she I'm goes there. to your house, and then, according to you, you say to her, hey, I don't have the money. Um, Yeah, basically, because someone else was paying for my hairstyle, okay. and I was waiting for them to send me the money. That's why. All right, so you tell her before she starts the hair, or she's already starting yeah. your hair? Um, She probably just put one braid, if that, but I stopped her. Now, she's done your hair before, and you've submitted some pictures into evidence of that. So after she puts the one braid in, what happens next? Um, I told her, I was like, look, I don't want you to do my hair because it wouldn't be right if you do my hair and leave here without paying. So as soon as I get the money, I will send the money to you and you can do my hair. Then I then I have my hair done then. Okay, was she mad? Um, she didn't seem upset. She was like, it's okay, it's fine, you know, it's okay. All right. And she left. All right, and that, that all happened on what day? Oh, don't. I'm Sometime in August. Me. Okay, and then what happens? Did you finally get the money? I got the money, and I'm like, hey, because we was talking um the whole time during the day. I was like, hey, I got the money. I'm about to send it to you right when now. When did you get the she, money? The same day? I got the money, yep, the same day. Later on. All right, so you tell her you're going to send it to her, and what happens? Do you uh, cash app it to her? Yep, I cash app her the money. Okay, so you and, send um, it electronically, and then what happens? She said, well, I'm going um, to try to get back over there. I'm just waiting for my mom to come and everything. I was like, okay. What does her mom have saying, to do with it? Her mom is her ride. Okay. Then, then I told her I was going to find a ride over there, um, but I didn't get a ride. I was like, just come in the morning, and she was like, okay. So um, I did text her early that morning because I'm a very early bird, you know, and everything. What time in the like, morning did you text her? Probably like, probably between 7.30, maybe 8 o'clock. You, you text her in the morning to say what? What is it you say? Um, are you still coming? And she was like, yeah, let me find a ride and everything. And I was like, okay, because I, I mean, I don't have a car either. So I didn't want to bother nobody. I knew she would have come to me because there's never been an issue with her. And I waited all day. And I want to say I waited a whole 24 hours and... Then I came by her house the next day and she was doing her hair. She asked me why I didn't bring my supplies. And I was like, at this point, I don't want my hair done. I just want my money there. So how long did you give her to get back to you? I'm trying to figure out how this went down. I see. Let's see the early morning. She says, if I don't make it this evening, I'll definitely be there in the morning first thing. You say, okay. Nobody says what first thing is. And then you say, I'm going to try to find a ride to you. And she gives you her address. Uh-huh. And then you say, come in the morning because I don't have a ride either. I don't know what you say in the audio call at 931. It's a Sunday. Are you up so I can come get my hair done? She says, girl, I just cracked my eyes. I'm going to do it today. I'm not an early bird like you. Okay. Okay. So everything must have hit the fan before this next one. Because mm -hmm. this is where you're saying you're going to send her the money. Uh, I'm doing mm -hmm. the best I can. I didn't cancel on you. I never once said I wasn't going to do it. I can't pull it out of my blank. Give me a little time. I understand, but I need that money. You tell her you're in the hospital, and this is a week later because you're telling her that you're going to return it to her. So, Ms. Woods, let me hear your response mm -hmm. on why it is that you didn't refund the money. Because I do see the text where you're okay. saying, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm going to refund your money. So what yeah. happened? Yeah, and so um, Courtney actually did not wait a day before she canceled. Courtney canceled on me that same Sunday. Courtney showed up to my house probably around 3, 4 o'clock. And so she said, so I said, oh, well, why didn't you bring the wig? You have a ride. Then she was like, well, no, I'm just going to go ahead and cancel. So I said, okay, you know, usually I don't do refund. But I told her in this instance, since we was cool, I told her, okay, hey, I'll give it back to you. It was only $39. I, I admitted and I told her I spent it and that I was going to give it back to her. 
And so I told her that she had to wait until I did another head and I wasn't booked any that week. And so every day that week I told her, okay, as soon as I get it, I'm going to give it back to you. It's taking me a little bit of time because I wasn't booked that week. That's the only way I make my money. That same day um, when I told her I was in the hospital, well, no, it was the next day. The next day she posted on Facebook because I said that I was going to go outside. So next day she posted on Facebook that I scammed her and that um, I took the money and I was ignoring her. I wasn't going to try to do her hair when I never told her I wasn't going to pay her back. I told her I would, but she just needed to give me time because I was not booked anymore that week. That's the only way I make my so money. So how long after you told her you'd you'd return the 39, did she post something on Facebook calling you a scammer? And what does she say on Facebook? Do you have those messages? Did you hand those in? She she blocked me. She blocked me. So, so I'm not able to have those now. So what but did she, she say? But she posted that... Uh, she posted that I was a scammer, that I took the money from her and um, don't go to me. I'm ghetto and unprofessional. And it's also a message in there where she admits to doing it. And then she also said that she was going to place flyers around town telling people not to deal with me. And I also sent you um, my papers from the hospital where it shows the day that she sent me the message. And I told her I was in the hospital. It has the day out, the time I was admitted to the time I was let out. I was in the hospital. I have a herniated disc in my back. Then get to her house and she's doing her damn head. Yesterday she lied and say she's been in the hospital. When you see on that post today, three minutes ago, she'd been in the house. What is it that you posted on Facebook? I posted basically, I didn't say she's a scammer or nothing like that. I just said that she's doing business wrong. I've worked in customer service for seven years. So, you know, if I'm a customer then you know you're supposed to treat customers like they're always right so the fact that i sent you my money i want my money back because i didn't get your services and i gave you a whole week to get my money and right but how long did you give her to get your services considering you had her go to your house when you had no money like in um, other words you know what i'm saying like you had her go to your house come to the appointment get her ride over there and you're the one who didn't have your money yet and then and <laughs> then and then you don't get the money until later that day and you give her half a day to get to you to do your hair before you say, I want my money back. Mm-hmm. But no, I've been exactly request my did. money back. If you see the cash app request. Right. You you, but you immediately back. asked for your money back when the reason yeah. she but she couldn't do your hair Saturday because you let her go to an appointment and you had no money. And then on Sunday in the middle of the day, it's not like you gave her a couple of days to do your hair on Sunday in the middle of the day. You're like, never mind. Give me my money back because you see her doing her hair. No, but this was after the fact that I had to contact her mother and ask her mother to get ask her to get in contact me and I didn't get a phone call. Like I wasn't getting This no is all on you, Sunday, right? It's all on the yes, same Sunday. Same and you show this up to her house on the Sunday without the wig, but you got to ride to her house in order to demand your money back. Why didn't you just bring the wig mm-hmm. so she could do your your hair then? Or why didn't because you just text her and say I've got to ride to your house? Because she said when I got there, she said her internet wasn't working and she was working on internet. So that's why she wasn't seeing my messages. Right. But none of your messages say, I'm going to your house now. I'll bring the wig. Can you do my hair? You went to her house to get your money back because at that point you were already angry. Yes, ma'am. Because at that time, that day when I was. I guess my point is you got a lot of nerve being angry when you let her go all the way to your house the day before when you didn't even have the money yet. And yes, you told her you didn't have the money, but. It's still, you, you shouldn't have cut it that close and wasted her time and her trip. But you can't even give her, you know, 
20, 45. If it was my hairdresser, she'd say, yeah, but you can book me in two weeks, you know, because that, that's, that's kind of tight that you're asking, I, I want to do my hair right this second when it didn't happen yesterday because you didn't have the money in there. So you go to her house on Sunday and it makes you mad that she's doing her hair, but you were already mad. Otherwise you would, because she wasn't answering your texts. Mm -hmm. So, and then she explains my internet is down and it's not like she ghosted you for a week or something. She ghosted you for a few hours. Mm -hmm. You get a ride to her house and demand a refund. And then you don't say, I have no refunds, get lost. You say, all right, all right, I'll give you a refund, but you got to wait. According to you, you say you got to wait until I've, I've got the money. And a week later, you don't have $39, right? No, I didn't. I wasn't booked any that day. And that I don't work. I only do hair exclusively. Every week is not a great week. So that week I had no customers at all. And I'm, I'm just recovering from a house fire. So I, we just moved into a new place and I didn't have any Wi-Fi at the time. That's why I couldn't get any Internet. But like I told her, it wasn't the fact that I wasn't trying to pay her. I didn't have any clients that week. And I told her as soon as I would have got it, I would have gave it to her. So it wasn't you that I was ignoring it her, to her. And your reason for not giving it to her is what? That she posted stuff on the Internet. And what was it that she posted? She inboxed me um, talking about my kids, talking about Wait, what did she say about my kids? kids? Oh, she was talking about because I um, I had a little incident and a few of my kids don't stay with me. She was sitting there talking about how I don't have my kids and that I got a baby by an old man and was I should that, be ashamed wait, of that, myself. Was that a private message to you or was that on on, a, on something that everybody could see? The, the messages about my kids were private, but what did everything she post else that everybody about me, could see? Because that's the basis of the defamation case. So tell me what she posted. Don't come that to me. OK, don't come to me. I'm unprofessional. Um, that I'm a scammer, that um, I don't do the service if you pay her, if you pay me for it. And she posted constantly, then she blocked me. So I don't know how much she um, she posted it after that. But she posted that a lot during that time. She made about four or five posts about me. OK, did you make four or five posts, Miss uh, Brown? Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I did not make four well, or five posts. How many posts did you make? It was only, um, it was the first one that I made about my money, and it was the second one because she had her cousin. Here we go. These are the private messages. You're trying your best. That's yeah, why you look this? like you're run down. No more run down than you're run through blank. Girl, bye. You've been blanking mm -hmm. the married man at the job to get off LMAO and had his baby and still a single mom. Wow. All over $39. Mm -hmm. Wow. 
but but I never was denying her the service nor giving her back her money. Like I, I let her know at that time I didn't have no more clients. So that week, so that as soon as I got another client, I was going to pay her back. I didn't move fast enough for her. Tell me what you said in the post about her, because I'm looking and what I'm seeing are tired of sitting in this house. Me and little Joe about to get light today. Lit? That, that, that was mine. That right. was mine. And then she gets we, mad because house. if you're going to do that, yeah. then you're not in the hospital. And then that's not an excuse for not giving me my money, I guess, she's thinking. Um, so. Um, but I wasn't, it wasn't no post to be facing her name. It's just a simple fact. Well, you're like telling I people she it. scammed you. I mean, that's not no, a good. No, I didn't tell nobody in that post. You see, I screenshotted what she said. Her and her baby is about to get late, light or whatever. And I was like, now see, she lying, say she was in the hospital. But now she say her and her baby about to get light. I was like, girl, just give me my money. How are you suing for and- $312 instead of $39? Because I just I felt that I gave her enough time to have my money. And then with the fact that they came to Facebook and her her cousin was trying to double team attack me on Facebook. That's what I was like. That's too much because all you had to do is get my money back. You're my friend. And we were friends. Nothing like this. Uh, not anymore. But how did you figure two hundred and seventy three dollars in interest from August 21st to August 27th. Oh, oh yeah. Basically, that's what I did. I just basically add up each day that she didn't have my money. So. Well, why'd you stop at seven days? <laughs> because I just gave her a week. Because I feel a week would have been enough. All if right. she do hair, and I mean, she advertised a lot. And if she does hair, then I felt that she would have had the money by then. Okay. Advertising um, and booking is two different things. All right. <laughs> listen up, folks. Uh, I think that you dished it out just as well as she gave it. I did. Uh, yeah, you you did. It's, I don't think you suffered any real harm by her complaining. I, I, I think, Ms. Brown, that you um, jumped the gun a little. I mean, the reason that the service couldn't take place on Saturday was totally your fault. And then on Sunday... Yeah. You're demanding your money back in 20, yes. less than 20 or 24 hours later without yes. giving her a chance to do your hair. Um, you're demanding the money back. Now, I, I see that she over and over said, all right, all right, I'll give it to you. And what you're mad at was that part. What you should have said was, no, I'm sorry, there's no refunds. You're being unreasonable. I would have done your hair right now. Come back, go home. Bring the wig and come now, and I'll do your hair today. I didn't have internet, you know. Like, and that's, and, what, I I just should, don't that's un- what I should have done. Right, and everybody just let this get over $39. And she's done your hair for a long time, and you liked it. You loved it. And now you got to go find somebody else over $39. Oh, so yeah. Do you have, a, like, anger issues? I think this is where we let our tempers just take total control of our lives and kind of put us in a place where when we look back, we should be, I don't know if we are, but we should be embarrassed at the things that we say. Um, so, you know, here's what I'm going to do. I, I feel like you jumped the gun, but you promised her you'd give her money back. So I'm going to order you to pay back $39, but then I'm going to order you to pay $39 in a defamation suit. So you guys are going to walk out of here exactly the way you walked in here, only minus one With friendship money. and one business relationship. Good luck, ladies. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, they're both smiling, but nobody wins anything in this case. The plaintiff doesn't prevail, nor does the defendant. Uh, Ms. Woods, how do you feel about the outcome? You were suing for $7,500. <laughs> she awarded you 39 bucks. Oh, it, it's fine. I just wanted to get this over and done with because I felt like it was a small situation blown entirely too far. 
All right. So the $39 you had to pay is written off by the $39 she was, she was supposed to give you. All right. Let's talk to you, Ms. Mm -hmm. Brown. The, uh, the yes. judge thinks you've lost a friendship here. How do you feel about that? Are you going to go back matter. to her for help again? It never was help. We just met at a job. I became friends with her. I thought she was, as she say, real, but guess not. So it is what it is. That'll wrap it up then. Okay. Very good. Interesting <laughs> indeed. Doug, you may think it's a little too coincidental that the defendant got the same 39 bucks for defamation that the plaintiff got for her case. Uh, it's very much discretionary on the judge's part. And the judge has to decide how much was somebody really damaged. This case felt like a wash, and that's exactly what the judge did. What's the difference between case dismissed and judgment for the defendant? Well, it could mean the same thing or it could not. So right. if it's if it's a judgment for the defendant, then it's then that's how all cases in the people's court will end up with a judgment for the plaintiff or judgment for the defendant. Right. Uh, and in binding arbitration, usually that's the end of it. But in, a, in most courts, you can take an appeal from that. Right. But not from here. The, the verdicts are uh, final. The cases are real. The judgments are final. <laughs> but you could dismiss a case as a judge and right. you can dismiss it one of two ways. You could dismiss it with prejudice in which case it means the defendant won, right? That your case has been thrown out. Right. Or you could dismiss a case without prejudice, and right. that means that the, that the plaintiff can bring the case again somewhere. Right, or maybe there was just a, a, a defect in the pleading when they filed the case. They, they left something out that they were supposed to put in a, there. A legal technicality, right. and so you right. dismiss it for that, but they get right. to refile it. Or so, they filed it in the wrong division. They're in essentially, it's a case dismissed could either mean that the defendant, when you see it in the movies, it's always the dismissed. defendant won. Right. right? Case dismissed. Yeah. Right. Um, but its legal and technical meaning is depends on whether the judge does it with prejudice or without prejudice. Right. In which case, if it's with prejudice, you're on your way to the appellate court if you want any more remedy. And if it's without, you're probably just going to refile. Right. This is the plaintiff, Lou D'Souza. He says he was hired by the defendant to install a metal roof on her barn, and she's stiffing him on his pay. That's right, she still owes him $2,724.51, and that's exactly what he's suing for her here today. This is the defendant, Edna Pobuda. She says it took this guy almost two years to fix a roof. And he didn't do what he was hired to do. The scope of the job called for a shingle roof. And he put up a much cheaper metal roof, which was less labor. And she feels she's paid him enough already. She's accused of roughing up a roofer. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket. The plaintiff says the defendant is stiffing him on an expensive metal roof job and he wants his money. But the defendant says it took this hack almost two years to fix a roof. She paid him plenty and isn't about to pay him a penny more. It's the case of roughing up a roofer. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Mr. D'Souza, um, you are suing on behalf of your construction company, your client, Ms. Pabuda. 
for whom you put in a roof, and according to you, she won't finish paying for it. So how did you first get hired for the job uh, by Miss Pabuda? Did you two know each other? Yeah. How? Yep, we worked together Where? at Mohegan Sun Casino. Oh, okay. And how long had you known each other? Quite a few years, at least four years. Okay. And how did she know that you had the knack for, I mean, are you a, you're not a licensed roofer, you're... You do it on the side or or what? Yeah, I mean, I, I have a construction background and I do do roofing. Okay. Um, but she was uh, dating a friend of mine, so okay. she knew I could do that job and I could do it probably more uh, cheaper than uh All right, now she had gotten some else. prices and the lowest price she got was what? $8,000. All right, she tells you that and this is back in January of 2018. And do you agree to do the roof for her? I agree to do the roof, yes. For how much? For $8,000. All right. Now, according to your complaint, you say, I wasn't sure how much I'd charge her. I'd have to see what was underneath the original roof. So did you have a figure? Did you not have a figure? I had a figure, uh, but I explained to her that on any job, it's very hard to know until you look underneath to see if there's any rotted wood. And she had rotted wood. Okay. Also, she wasn't ready to do the job, so why not? She requested she didn't have the funds. Oh, so okay. She requested that she requested that I cover the roof. Okay, um, with, with a, tarp? a tarp. Yes. All right. And did the two of you discuss what you would be paid to buy a tarp and put it on her roof? Yes. How much? I explained to her. I explained to her it would be a, a day's pay of five hundred and fifty dollars, and the top would cost approximately $150. There is an upcharge on that because I went to pick it up. Uh, The actual cost was 119. She requested all the receipts, so I I, uh, acquiesced to that request. Okay. And gave her all the receipts from everything that I purchased. Okay, and then, uh, so you put the tarp- After a year's time. After a year's time. Okay. Yes, from I uh, covered it in January of 2018 because she didn't want the horses, she has horses in the barn. And she wanted to, to keep them out of the weather. Okay. Uh, so in January of 2019, she said that she her funds were available. But it was in the middle of winter, and I didn't feel that it was safe to do it in the middle of winter. So I said, well, come springtime, uh, I'd be happy to do the roof. All right. Oh, so so right. now we're in the winter of 2019, oh. and what happened? Yep. So January 26th of 2019, the tarp from before was not you know it's it's a temporary fix yeah uh and it's very windy in her area it's you know it's farm area so the top got ripped and it snows um, in and, connecticut and that's correct yeah okay so she requested that i cover it again okay so i explained to her that would be another cost but i why weren't you collecting to, the cost of that from her at the time i wasn't worried about it because had that worked out for you a, it didn't work out well. Right. Okay. So you didn't charge her then. You tell her, okay, I'll charge her all at once at the end. And then what happens? At some point, Ms. Pobuda, you decide that you don't want an asphalt roof. You want a metal roof, correct? Not exactly. Um, I, I, I was a little worried about how long it was taking him to... Well, according to him, the delay the was that you didn't have the cash. I didn't have it when we first t- talked about it but I was planning on doing a remortgage. He said he also was not ready to start because he had other things. When did you become ready? He was not ready. When did you um, become ready? I got my cash. I, I got my cash at the beginning of G, uh, 
January 2019, I believe it was. Okay. And um, so that's I had that, wanted him to go. That's a year after you guys, after you hired him. And then you got the cash and then you said, I'm right. ready now in January. And he said to you, it's winter. I don't want to put a roof on during winter. And so what happened? He said he was still way too busy to start. Okay. And that he would put a new tarp on. But I'd like to also add that he never said how much it would be. I had a friend put a tarp on in a year prior to that. And it did not cost me what he wants to put the tarp on. And had he said, listen, it's going to cost you almost an extra thousand dollars. I would have said, don't bother. I'll have my friend put well, the tarp on. Right. But did you ever ask him how much it's going to cost? So I assumed it was all part of it. Well, I just assumed since he never mentioned it, that it was all part of doing the roof. Well, I know. But how much did you think you were going to pay for the roof? 8000 that was the agreed on for a sh- shingled roof. And that would have included him b- buying the materials. Okay. Having to remove all the Hold on one shingles, moment. And now let me go to you, okay. Mr. D'Souza. Did 8000 include you buying the materials? The 8000 was not included with materials. Uh, wouldn't it be great if we had a contract to look at? That'd be awesome, right? Yes. You say it, it included it materials. He says, no, it everything. didn't. It was just like, well, well, how do I know that? Where's the contract that I can look at and say, oh, it included materials, right? Everybody's very loosey-goosey. Right. And then uh, everybody wants me to figure it out afterwards what you guys meant. All right, now let's go to the next thing that happens. At some point you decide, forget about asphalt shingle. I want a metal roof, correct? Well, it was suggested to me that if we went with if we went with the metal that he would not have to take off any of the old roofing you you put wood strips along the roof and then you attach the metal to the wood strips so that you don't have to remove anything you don't have to fix any holes you don't have to do any of that and it would cut the time it took him greatly because it was taking a very long time to begin with. Well, how much had you paid him? And that was why I went with the metal. How much had you paid him? At that point, before you decided to go with the metal, how much had you paid him? I had not yet because Right. Did so why didn't you just hire someone else if he's taking too long? Materials if, he, if he's taking too long, why don't you just go hire someone else? You hadn't paid him a penny and he put two tarps on. So why wouldn't you just go hire someone else if he's taking too long for I you? felt because we knew each other and because okay. we had an agreement, I felt sort of obligated. Can I see that agreement again? I did. I Can did. I see that agreement again? I'm right. sorry. It was a okay. verbal agreement. Yeah, I know. I know. And then he says tomato and you say but tomato. I, I did. Now, here's my next question. So you decide I'm going to uh-huh. go with a metal roof and you feel. No, I, that I that- asked him. You ask him, and what does he say? He said he'd never done a metal roof, but he would go ahead and Google it. And he did Google that it, instills and he confidence. came back to me, and he said, yes, that he could do the metal roof. Okay. So I had asked him to go ahead and give me the measurements of the roof, because it's different than when you order this, the, the asphalt. And How is it different? Because you order squares... It's it's just okay, but if he's responsible for materials, then why are you asking him to give you the measurements so you can buy the materials? Because I said I would order them instead because he was sort of dragging his feet. So okay, in those texts, do you ever say? Do you ever comment in the text that I know you're responsible for materials, but I'll just go ahead and buy them and we'll take it off the top? 
Do you ever use that phrase when you said, I didn't No, all you say is, give me the measurements so I can go buy the materials, right? Right. Right. But like, don't you think that's something that should be discussed if in fact he's responsible for buying the materials? Like, for example, let me order the materials and uh, you can go pick them up and pay for them. Or uh, I've ordered them, just call them with your credit card or something like that. If in fact he's responsible for materials and you've paid zero so far, like, don't you think that you should bring it up? Nothing's brought up. So you order the materials and the materials end up costing you how much money? Um, $2,886.67. Okay. And then do you say to him, I expect you to charge me less because a metal roof is less work. Do you say that to him? I did not, no. But you did afterwards, right? And actually... After he put in the metal roof, then you did say that to him, right? No, I stuck with the agreed upon eight grand because I put down 3,000 almost for the materials and I gave him a check for five and he was supposed to cover the cost of the materials okay, as well. You, all you're doing is and repeating yourself. He's saying, no, I'm not responsible for the materials. You're saying, yes, he was. He's saying, no, he wasn't. You're saying, he yes, he was. To be, yes. He's saying, no, you're what? Right, that's where a contract or even a text comes in handy. In any event, you decide for a, me- for a metal roof, right. and then you, Mr. DeSalsa, for the first time, decide to collect some money for this, right? And how does it go down? Yeah, once, once the job was done, then I sent her an invoice. She wrote me a check for 5000 later on. When did you finish a roof? I, that was um, July 23rd, 2019, that I completely finished the roof. Okay. And then when did she pay you? Uh, approximately four months passed, and I did not receive any money. For four months, you don't get paid anything? Yeah, exactly. I finally and got paid she, on Wait, wait. Are you yeah. seeing her at work every day? <clears throat> yes. Are you saying to her, hey, where's my money? Yes. Well, what do you say? What politely. Does she, politely. And what does she say? Uh, she was very busy and she'll talk to me later. Just about for, it. for four whole months, she says that? So then she sends you a check four months later for five grand. And what happens? I explained to her that, that is still, um, there's still some money left over. And she said she would talk to me about it later. Then she requested receipts, all the receipts that... Uh, of all the items I purchased. I had to purchase other items like all the wood. Right. Now, according to her, you don't have to replace any rotten wood when you put a metal roof. You do. Um, you don't want to. There's pictures I, I put as a, exhibits that shows the rotted wood. In some of the places, I didn't take a picture of every single item. There were some joists that were rotted, but but nothing significant. It took a day and a half to do. Okay. And I charged her accordingly. Okay. Can I um, ask you, so she pays you 5000 four months later, and then you tell her you still owe me money. And she says, I'll talk yeah. to you about that later. And when does she say I'm not going to pay you? She never did. All right. Um, you know, th- what this boils down to is the plaintiff attempting to prove to me that he wasn't supposed to pay for supplies, and you attempting to prove to me that he was supposed to pay for supplies. That's what this boils down to, because most certainly at no point in time did you turn around and say to him, well, it's going to be a metal roof, so it should be cheaper for me. Right. No, because Actually, I metal roofs are more expensive. to be. Yeah. So what this really boils down to, since he thinks that the party's intent was he wouldn't cover supplies and it was just labor. And you think 
the party's intent was that he would cover supplies. It comes down to me trying to determine what is an appropriate fee for labor alone and putting on the roof. Now, you sent me uh, a, a, I don't know who this fellow is to you, Mr. De Sousa. You sent an email and evidence from somebody who does roofs, right? Yeah. Of course, if you are near your budget, we can blah, 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 blah. Oh, so you had to just tell them, you had to pretend you were a client? Yes. <laughs> and if you scroll down, you could see that they do a, uh, I guess they do it uh, using um, uh, GPS, you know, like uh, pictures over the... Google Earth. Yeah, Google Earth, yeah. But right. remember, the, a lot of the charges is not just for the roof. Right. Um, the, it was also for... All of the tarping. For covering. Yeah. Yeah, all the, of the tarping. Tar- I got it. I got it. I got it. So, and it's still I, I, lower. I'm done. I'm done. Stick a fork in me. I'm done. All right? So yeah. here's where we are. I have to decide if the additional $2,724.51 is out of this world wrong on his part or if that looks like a fair price for just labor. That's how I'm going to decide this case. I'm going to look at him and say, all right, if it's just labor... Would that be appropriate? Because you're saying, well, no, Judge, it's not. 5000 is appropriate if it's just labor. Um, and he's saying, whoa, 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 8000 is appropriate for just labor. So I've got to look at it and decide what's appropriate. He gives me an estimate from somebody who says 23000 You know, I don't know if that's appropriate either. But when I'm looking at this job, and in particular, not just this job, but two other jobs that happened before it, because, yes, as you said in your answer to the complaint, it was quite naive of you to think that someone would come to your place, buy a tarp, put a tarp on, go through all that effort, and then do it a second time because you've decided that you have money in the middle of the winter, twice because it's shredded from the... Twice he's supposed to do that for completely free. It is naive of you to think that. But on top of that, I find it hard to believe that he was supposed to cover the expenses and it wasn't just labor because you are unable to prove to me that your other quotes included materials and you so readily bought the materials and didn't say boo about that changing things. So I'm finding in favor of the plaintiff in the amount of $2,724.51. Pay the man. Well, the plaintiff prevails in this case, Ms. Pavoda. What are you thinking right now? Um, probably that we should have gotten everything in writing, but it was supposed to include the, the materials. Well, you know, it's your own fault for not getting it in writing. You're right. You should have the, uh, the judge asked right. you for, a, you know, the, the contract and you didn't have one. So it costs right. you. You're going to have to pay him. That's the way it goes. Okay. That's the way it goes is right. All right. Mr. DeSouza, you okay with this? Yeah, I mean, I'm not asking, I wasn't asking for anything more for time and, and, and that. I just wanted, you know, the amount that, uh, of the time that I spent doing her roof. She accepted the work. I sent letters explaining, you know, if you had any issues, please let me know. And she never responded. Okay. Congratulations. You have prevailed and you'll get your money. Good enough. So, Doug, look, this was an oral agreement and they are enforceable. They are valid. And they're a lousy idea. They're a lousy idea for exactly what happened in this case. That you have two people saying, this was the deal. No, this was the deal. This was supposed to be put in the roof. No, that was supposed to be put in the roof. If you get it in writing, look how much easier things are. That the expectations are clear. You avoid going to court 
and you're getting what you paid for and you're getting the money that you deserve. Just a thought. Have you ever had a case that literally made you cry? They say there's no crying in baseball. And at least for me, there was no crying on the bench. I would usually, if I thought, thought I had to cry, I'd take a break and go back into chambers and do it out of the presence. Did anything ever happen, though, where tears welled up anyway? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, the testimony of the, the janitor who discovered the body of the boy who was killed in the Southwood Middle School case where a 14-year-old kid killed his best friend. And the janitor came in, and he was this big strapping guy. I think he was, he, in the initial questions, he was, he was a Marine, United States Marine Corps, tough as nails. And he started testifying and he broke down as soon as he started describing what he saw. And that kind of got to me. And uh, once as a prosecutor too, I had a case where we had a witness in a counterfeit currency case where we, we caught this woman coming through the airport from Columbia with $40,000 in counterfeit Federal Reserve notes. And Secret Service, flipped her on the person that she was going to deliver to and did a controlled delivery of it to him. And um, she was going to testify against him. They arrested him. And four months later, she was dead and her best friend was dead. They'd been to a club on South Beach and uh, she was only 20 years old. Her friend was 17. And they were seen there. And then the next day they were found in Biscayne Bay, uh, beaten and strangled, uh, tied together. No robbery motive. They had all their jewelry on their bodies. Right. And uh, you know, we so think, you had your suspicions about why. I they think were... I know why it happened to them. Yeah.